Hello, and welcome to season two of Lineage Speaks, the podcast. This season, we are featuring the book Prosperity Codes, How to Attune to and Attract Wealth and Abundance. I'm your host, Martelena Don Terpel. Today, sharing her chapter, we have Jocelyn Chong. Jocelyn Chong is an award-winning and number one international best-selling author. She is the CEO and founder of Seed to Sequoia. After a 20-year successful career in the banking and finance world, where she generated over $200 million in revenue, she quit corporate to pursue her true passion as a certified life and business coach. Utilizing her MBA, plus her background in high-level sales, leadership, and management, she has now worked with over 500 entrepreneurs and teaches them how to earn with ease, attract their dream clients, and create a life by design. Her mission is to help business leaders tap into their soul's calling and scale their business with feel-good strategies and intuitive guidance. Jocelyn has been featured in Amazon, Thrive Global, Digital Journal, Fox, Ask.com, The Times, and Finance News World. Gong hei fa choi. My mom articulated each word. Gong hei fa choi. My three-year-old self parroted back. On her way to visit family a back of fresh mandarins besides us, she was teaching us a series of Cantonese greetings. Gong hei fa choi. Wishing you happy and prosperity. Lao Tang Fok Choi, wish you a prosperous and thriving new year. Sang Chi Hing Chuang, prosperous business. Clearly, prosperity was a much desired blessing. Even four mandarins we could exchange alongside these greetings symbolize good luck and wealth. And it wasn't limited to salutations. Growing up in Malaysia, my world was filled with references to abundance and success. Holidays like Lunar New Year, even Christmas, bought an invitation for fortune and expansion. The numbers 8, 888, 168 surrounded me. Phone numbers, car registration plates, you name it. These digits held prominence even in the most mundane circumstances. This fixation, this hankering was so commonplace, so everyday. Yet it never occurred to me that to ask what prosperity would mean for me. Have you ever wondered what it means for you? We all have a basic understanding of what being prosperous is. Usually tied to financial success and wealth. It's often associated with burgeoning material platitude. There's certainly a concept I latch onto in my accounting and finance career, but is that all it is? What if we took a more expansive view? To me, prosperity is the abundance, freedom, and enduring fulfillment that comes with it. Being true to myself and living my purpose. 
Because the accumulation of wealth alone doesn't guarantee our happiness and satisfaction, and true prosperity should uplift your soul. I learned this the hard way. Prosperity wasn't much used in everyday vernacular when I first migrated to Australia in 1997. But as I progressed in my career as a financial advisor, I saw its connection to wealth acquisition and profitability. It links to luxury and success and security. Using my expertise, I help clients achieve financial freedom, to live a fluent lifestyle. I taught, educated, empowered individuals and corporations to increase their net worth and secure their financial health. And I was good at it. Very soon, I was climbing the corporate ladder, winning accolades and awards and being recognized as an industry leader. Yet, despite every indication of success, prosperity seems fleeting. An endless cycle of doing more, working more, buying more, all to ensure I was seen as prosperous. I failed to see that I was working an average 14 and 17 hours a day that was unsustainable. I never questioned the interrupted weekends, the need to cancel on friends, family, or my inability to detach from my phone. I had to be available 24-7. I had to measure up to the increasing demands put on me, solve complex issues, meet tight deadlines, even if it meant I slept very little, even if I felt that I was drowning in an endless sea of stress and tension. The working conditions were fast-paced, tense, exhausting. But so what? That was the norm. My colleagues and competition all dealt with the same. So crushing, overwhelming and frustrating. It was what it was that I couldn't be the one to fall behind. Besides, I was hooked, addicted to the prestige of being so accomplished and in-demand career woman, obsessed with the external validation of thriving, of winning. And of course, I had to look the part in an industry and a network where prosperity was tied to material evidence of success. You were judged by the clothes you wore, the car you drove, and where I went for holidays. So I filled my wardrobe with high-end brands. Louis Vuitton, Prada, Salvatore Ferragamo, Gucci were my silent partners. Indicators of my eminence. I pick up cars by their luxury factor and holiday where my bosses did. To my mind, the price tag were worth it. Not because I was appreciated of the intrinsic value of these items, but that of their representation. They signaled my capability to move with the big dogs. They qualified me to handle clients with considerable larger portfolios, deemed me worthy of further promotions. Yes, I had well and truly joined the rat race, all to the end of bringing more successful, affluent and prosperous life. No matter how misaligned I felt, it was deep inside. I knew it wasn't me. 
Don't get me wrong. To this day, I love being able to afford the finer things and adding to my list of achievements. But then, my intention and motives behind my actions weren't in tune with my high self. Rather than doing what was right for me, I did what was expected and what was taught was prosperous living. At that stage, I realized the total cost, what I had to give up and endure for prosperity's sake. I hadn't asked myself if it was a price I was willing to pay. It's easy to look at someone more affluent and think, oh, I wish I had what they have. But how often do you stop and consider what their wealth and power cost? Titans of industry, world leaders, the rich and famous all traded something for their status. They sacrificed time with their loved ones to build corporations. They endured public failure, judgment, extreme lack of privacy for their positions. Your willingness to pay the price for prosperity depends on how aligned your endeavors are with your innate self. Your purpose and your why is the counterweight to the sacrifices you make. In my case, I was giving up too much. Gone was all senses of who I was on my own. I had no life outside of work. I was my career. It was my whole identity. When I was trying to be someone I thought I had to be, someone who fits into the industries and society's expectation, it was weighing me down. I felt stuck, subconsciously blocked, far removed from my soul's mission. Yet the financial success was there, as there were all trademarks of wealth. But I had to begin to realize prosperity wasn't only about money. At least, not for me. My definition was expanding to include luxury of health, long-lasting relationships, strengthening self-care, and the freedom to do what I loved. Besides, my attitude towards money was all wrong. At the time, it felt like a limited resource. If someone else had it, I would have to go without it. Instead of feeling liberated by my wealth, I was tied down. Like a dragon, guarding a herd, it constantly worried, alert to losing it. Your financial security is important, and by no means is money or its rotation had. It shouldn't feel like a burden, a dragon. Caged by her riches is a dwarf of her true majesty. It wasn't until the fate intervened that I started to see how limiting my beliefs were. In March 2019, my employers decided to shut the division I worked in. This should have set alarm bells blaring. Instead, I felt relief. That alone was a glaring sign. Following the path laid by others is all well and good unless, like me, you lose yourself along the way. You don't need to reinvent the wheel to find happiness and victory. However, your destination will always seem inadequate if your journey does not fulfill you. So I stepped off the beaten track. I gave myself time to rediscover who I was the purpose and resolve that drove me. 
the application of various modalities and tools that truly brought lasting joy. By listening to the guiding voice inside me, I redefined prosperity. It now included gratitude of my current blessings, freedom from limiting beliefs, thinking of myself as unworthy or undeserving of reaching my highest goals, liberty to think expansively, create imaginatively, contribute value and uplift others, opportunities to earn my infinite worth and meaningful with grace. Connections with open individuals and entrepreneurs whose abundance mindset could inspire and empower me. This new definition helped clarify what really mattered to me. It showed me why I had been so dissatisfied before. My life had not been rewarding in the ways I needed it to be. No matter how far you go in the world, you will always feel that something is missing if you don't hit the goalpost that counts. That's why I encourage you to understand what prosperity means to you. Look deeply, be brave, bold enough to set your own criteria, even if others don't get it. Why my new perspective? What I saw when I needed to make changes? I had to arm myself with tools to improve how I saw myself. That meant learning to process emotions healthily, releasing all the thoughts, that hold me, that kept me away from manifesting the life I truly wanted. To this end, I use an array of methods, including positive visualization and spiritual techniques. Some work better than others. Nonetheless, what stuck with me most was how thoughts stem from one's subconsciousness. Therefore, be all I could, I had to first reprogram those deep-seated beliefs. Emotion freedom techniques and hypnotherapy helped, but it was journaling that gave me the best release through it. I explored and disentangled the roots of problematic notions. It helped me refrain setbacks as an invitation to better my path. I stopped being scared of negative thoughts and used them to uncover the parts I needed to heal. It takes a lot of effort to build your awareness and resolve internal battles. The results, though are more worthwhile, the ability to process your emotions with understanding and kindness leaves you with a greater sense of peace. A mind at peace, free from the need of external validation, is a powerful instrument. I had to develop relationship with money by relinquish the suffocating worry that surrounded it. Do you remember what you did with your very first paycheck? Most people excitedly spent it, trusting they can earn it back. That faith is free, yet generally the wealthier we come, the more tight-fisted we can be. Perhaps because we feel we are more to lose, further fall from the lofty stature. But while you should spend your money wisely, there is no need to think of it as finite. The universe provides. And if you believe in yourself, in the value you have to share with the world, you will find endless possibilities to renew and replenish financial flow. 
when I transformed my relationship with money, I, I saw the spending intentionally did not dilute my wealth. Instead, purchases that brought me joy and supplemented self-investment furthered and enriched my prosperity. Finally, I needed to build something for myself. An outlet allowed me to empower my purpose, connect and contribute it in a meaningful way. That's why I started my own business, allowing the best part of me to add value and support others. It can be daunting to follow your heart, to do something different. The status quo always feels safe, but the fear of failure will paralyze you. However, growth comes through challenges. Why hold yourself back when you have the bounty of potential inside you? Aren't you a little bit curious as to what it can unleash? I know I am. To this day, I still use greetings my mom taught me all those years, except now. I am more attuned to how truly expensive those wishes can be. In your own quest for prosperity, I want you to have a clear understanding of what you seek. What does prosperous life look like to you? Know your goals so you can follow the path that leads to it, even if everyone else takes a different route. Kong Hei Fa Choi, dear reader. May you prosper in the ways that matter to you. Thank you for listening. Prosperity Codes is available on Amazon.com and all proceeds go to elamugirls.com, a nonprofit helping women in Kenya escape poverty, sex tourism, and genital mutilation by teaching them to sew and giving them a choice, a voice, and a bank account. Please subscribe, rate, and review us if our stories help you on your journey. Follow us on Instagram at Lineage Speaks the Podcast. Until the next episode, honor the light within you and let it guide your way on. <laughs>